Welcome back. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty. I'm just doing a straight-up podcast today as opposed to a broadcast. I've been in meetings all day and wanted to bring you some very encouraging news. For those of you who you know wonder what the heck is going on, you don't hear about any of this in regular news cycles, I want to encourage you that I am out here on my America First tour. Restoring the election grid and trust. What does that mean? Restoring the election grid um, supposes that uh, there's a problem, that there's been a failure with regard to our election grid. Uh, Use that term intentionally since um, your election infrastructure uh, really is something that is a friend of mine likes to remind me, is is more of a utility, if you will. What happens when that goes down? What happens whenever you lose power? Right? It's not good. Not good. Bad things happen. So I think, you know, for as many people who are trying to move on or who don't know what to believe or who's walking on water today or witch kraken or snake or billy goats being released um, people have no idea, you know, is it the 17th day of the month? Should we be paying attention to Q or T, U or V, um, you know, or A or B, C, D, uh, whichever letter of the alphabet has distracted us today. I, and I don't say that to belittle those of you who are following those pa- those nodes. But something to understand about nodes is sometimes information is kept within a loop you have what's called a VPN node, like a, and multiple nodes keep things um, kind of sequestered, which is a good thing in, in some instances whenever you want some communication uh, to remain indoors. But what we see happening online is a communication node that is extremely destructive uh, to you, to you to your psyche, to your health, to your understanding, to our future, to our generations, to our right now. It is very destructive. So when you are on Twitter or you're online all day, parroting, mocking, retweeting, reposting, sharing, all those things, sharing is caring, right? We, we've been conditioned to believe that sharing, uh, you know, means that we're part of the conversation, I submit to you some conversations just need to be unplugged. They need to be unplugged so that you can continue to move forward in progress. With progress. Actual progress. So there's a lot of information. There are many information campaigns going on right now. You have a lot of things to be concerned about. Whether it's a vaccination a vaccine passport, the summer's coming up, catching up with your life from 2020. Who knows? Taxes are increasing. 
gas prices are increasing. We are at war again all over the globe, or at least the pronouncement thereof or, or imminent pronouncement thereof with our enemies. Our people's house is still under siege. You will never convince me otherwise. I've seen it with my own two eyes just two days ago. Stood at the base of the Capitol and thought to myself, wow. I mean, they're not keeping themselves in. They're keeping us out. Who really gives a damn at this point? Who Hunter is sleeping with, who he did sleep with, or, you know, until something's adjudicated, you're you're wasting your breath. But what we should, and I don't normally like to should on you guys, you know that, but what we should be focused on are things like our election. Some of you are just, you know, convinced Christ is coming back next week at 3 p.m. I have no idea. He didn't either, by the way. He said that. Watch the signs for sure. But in the meantime, boy, that should be the title of a series that I do on this whole subject. In the meantime, if if Q is real, well, okay, fine. In the meantime, you know, are other people going to be able to call up the crack? Well, in the meantime, is President Trump ever coming back? Well, in the meantime, is China really at our borders? Well, in the meantime... Can we get 2022 back? Well, in the meantime, you get my point. If you think we will survive as a nation four years or eight or 12 or 16 or 20 or 100 years of this mess that we have going on right now, you need to just go ahead and get your insignia you know, in your forehead of whatever they're going to tattoo you with next to, you know, alert people that that you're one of the loving ones and you went ahead and got your vaccination for your neighbor. You know, whatever that sheep uh, code is going to look like, whether it's on your wrist, your forehead, your belly button, whatever, excuse me, your keister, your foot, your ankle, I don't know. You know, wherever you feel like it's going to be, it'll have the most impact so everyone knows that you did the right thing. Sharing is caring, right? Let everyone know. Or maybe you're just one of the ones who lives in perpetual dread and fear of what they tell you to be fearful of or in dread of. The CDC has announced today that, hey, guess what, kids? Even though we're not a legislative body, we're telling you that you can uh, be outdoors without your mask if you've been vaccinated. Are you kidding me right now, America? Are you kidding me? So, when did we allow the CDC to dictate our very existence? Who gave them that power? I'll tell you, you did. And you know how you did it? By electing really bad actors. Session after session after session. Election cycle after election cycle after election cycle. So concerned about the gays being able to marry. So concerned about, we're so distracted 
by so many things other than what was right in front of us. The election of 2020 is not the first of its kind. Our government knows it. Our government has known it for years. We've watched as other nations have been completely hijacked through their votes or lack thereof through their election system, their grid. And on some levels, we've perpetuated that around the globe. Hopefully for the cause of freedom. But as you can see in the instance of our country now, I submit to you that this is far more of a globalist issue. This is, I've been saying it from the beginning, it's a geopolitical issue. There are a lot of things clawing at you, demanding your attention, your time, your heart, your soul, your mind, your emotions. And it's going to collect on your life. Whether it's your longevity, your relationships, your peace, your joy, your ability to articulate yourself and your feelings and your belief, your faith, your anything about you as a sentient being, as a created being, created being for freedom. You have encroachments at the door right now with these, quote, policies, executive orders, executive orders that the left just salivates. While some of you are like, oh, no, the military's in charge. In the meantime, in the meantime, we have a border that's actually open. And and maybe everything we're watching is a movie. In the meantime, in the meantime, what are we doing? I, for one, um, I'm still in D.C. Spent some time over in Quantico today and and realizing that there are some very uh, real uh, measures that are being taken, that are coming to fruition to assist with the resurrection of our election grid that will assist the grassroots in their effort to topple the GOP's regime, the GOP who has always hated Donald Trump, who held their nose for four years and used you, America, used rural America, used black America, used Latino America, used Asian America to give the appearance of solidarity to America first principles and policies. But you can't pledge allegiance to America first policies if you're trying to overthrow and successfully did overthrow the creator of and curator of America First policies. Those two things are not congruent. So if you're still holding on to your GOP bastions of establishment, you're holding on to anti-America First propaganda. And you should do yourself and those around you a favor 
and relinquish your Republican status and switch parties. Because that would be the honest thing to do. If I sound somewhat put out today, it might be because I am. I'm a little put out with you all being manipulated. And to some degree, allowing yourselves to be. And then, you know, I don't know if you've ever been a part of an abusive relationship. I have. It's awful. I don't recommend it. Eventually, you're ghosted. You are um, gas lit to the extent that you create your own scenarios, your own drama. You parrot the stories of your uh, perpetrator. The media is brainwashing you all with story after story after story after story after story after story after story. You cannot keep up with it. And that's intentional. That's intentional. And while you're busy trying to decipher what's important and what's not, I am trying to get you to focus on the fact that I need you to get engaged in your local politics at the grassroots level. I need you to prepare to infiltrate your GOP establishments. And I need you to prepare for a very real um, infiltration of systems that have been corrupt for years in the way of your county registrars, your election committees, um, how thing, who's deciding upon things who are now in the midst of power grabs and reaches. Do you realize that there are 80-year-old poll workers in Tennessee, little old ladies, mature ladies who have served their communities for years on election day and, and things leading up to the elections who are now being threatened by state goons that if they don't back off or otherwise elect certain people that they want to their election commissions, that they're never going to be allowed to work in elections again. Does this remind anyone slightly of 1933? I can't say the N-word. I can't say the N-word, which is not what you're probably thinking it is. I can't say the N-A-Z-I word because it, 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 it does something in your brain that says hyperbole. But when we realize that nothing is new under the sun, what you realize is that the same tactics are deployed over and over and over and over again because they work. Because they work for a desired outcome. The spiritual desired outcome has always been for the enemy of liberty to exalt his throne above the author of liberty. That has not changed, nor will it. And so how do you think that happens? If the destroyer of creation is attempting to overthrow the creator, how do you think he's going to do that? How do you think that kingdom operates? I mean, you don't even have to know your Bible, just get out, you know, your old coloring books of Jesus with his long, flowing, brown, illustrious hair. The Abercrombie and Fitch Jesus. <laughs> get out those pictures and, and all the stories that, you know, yeah. 
let's let's move past that and just have a real conversation. Okay. If you if you need a savior, what are you being saved from and and from whom are you being saved? Right? So if there's a kingdom of light, there's clearly a kingdom of darkness. If there's a kingdom of life, there's a kingdom of death. If there's a kingdom of creation, there's a kingdom of destruction. So how do you think those things are meted out here in the earth? Through you and me. There's That's it. And through systems. That's it. Through beliefs, ideologies, policies, dread, fear, narrative campaigns, wars. How do you think wars are started? Why do you think wars are started? I mean, war is a phenomenal industry. Um, but why do you think that is? Why do you think we rely upon industry to try to create some form of unity? Why does it take a catastrophe in order to create unity? You have the power to stop that cycle. If the majority of our nation professes to be Judeo-Christian, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? I want to encourage you that there are people out here. I want to say that again. There are people out here putting systems, implementing systems right now to resurrect the election grid, but it cannot be done without your involvement, direct involvement to make sure that your election grid stays off of an open internet system. That is very important. Any other work you're out here doing, all of the policies, all of the laws, all of the election integrity bills, all those things that are making for great campaign flyers, great promo material for people who want your money. All of that. With all of that. None of that matters without a secure election grid. And there are multiple pilings on which that grid is is founded. The architecture of that grid is not one-dimensional. But a, 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 <laughs> the plumb line, the absolute um, foundation upon which all other pilings are built with regard to your election grid must begin and end with a secure system, a secure system of tabulation. And trust me when I tell you that until we have a moral overhaul in this country, um, even that is not a guarantee that you will have election integrity. And how do I know that? Because in the great state of Georgia from which I come, uh, Fulton County, who's ground zero for all alleged voter fraud uh, to the nth degree coming out of Georgia, and has for years. This is nothing new. It's not. This isn't just 2020. Um, they decided that it would be fun to integrate, implement, like basically like a game of tiddlywinks. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I, I had folks on my show just last week about this. I had guests on just last week who told us the truth of all of this. Um, they had two candidates running for GOP chair of Fulton County. 
they gave chips out to delegates that were green, blue, and somehow the color yellow emerged. I mean, imagine that. What was that for the person who showed up on a Saturday, stood in line for an hour or so, went through the entire precinct process to come and cast a vote for a human being and to make a decision upon which you know they were going to vote for candidate A or candidate B for the old ward establishment or for you know the new grassroots movement, a very pro Trump, very pro uh, America First movement. Okay, somehow a yellow chip got in the mix. I guess that was for people who were just like, well, you know, I don't know. I was pretty married to a decision before I got here, but what the hell? You know, I've spent at least 10 hours of my life for the past month bemoaning this decision and going through the rigmarole of actually getting here. But you know what? I think I'm just going to go for the yellow chip today. Yeah, right. Because that makes sense. And so how do you end up tabulating more chips than voters? This wasn't on the internet. These are literally tiddlywink chips. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. It's like political beer pong on some level. I mean, this is the seriousness of which your county representatives take your freedom. It's pretty abysmal. It's downright criminal as far as I'm concerned. It is criminal. It's criminal behavior not to take your elections with the level of seriousness that they should. And some of you feel like, well, it's all electoral anyway. We don't really vote for the president. We don't really vote for this. We don't, we don't, power's not really. Well, you've been, you've clearly been brainwashed by the propaganda machine and you lack understanding. That's all. You lack understanding. So get yourself some understanding and come back to the conversation. Equipped to have an educated, articulate, reasonable conversation that benefits both the right and the left because everyone deserves to be represented by their vote. This is not just a right-centric issue. This is an American issue. Amen. So, game of tiddlywinks ensues and somehow they end up with more chips than voters and have to go back to the drawing board and recast their votes. So, so when I tell you that it's not just because it's attached to, to the grid that, that you have to contend with things of this nature, what I'm telling you is that we do have a moral depravity in the earth in terms of cheating, you know, avarice, lying, being in fear of another Trump for four years. Right, doing whatever it takes to make sure that that power base is still in play in the way of the GOP establishment. They would cheat, lie, sell their mamas and their babies as far as I'm concerned. They would do whatever it took in order to maintain that power base. And they're doing it, actually. They're appealing, otherwise um, absolutely above-board elections that have already been determined. They're looking for technicalities. They're appealing uh, their overthrow. Because the enemy never goes down without a fight. And the enemy of America is within her own ranks, not only in multiple agencies and all of your typical bad actors, but your enemy is likely right down the street from you at your local GOP office. So until you start cleaning those out, and until you start showing up as a grassroots effort, as a concerned citizen, 
nothing I'm doing out here, nothing anyone else is doing is going to matter if you are not there to implement it and to love your neighbor in the meantime. If I, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, fair-skinned for now, because I haven't gone out in the sun yet, um, white lady can walk up on three black gentlemen sitting out on a beautiful sunny day at the nation's capital that we're locked out of and ask questions about this election, about society, about culture, by myself, with nothing more than a phone camera, and be met with smiles, handshakes, a reasonable, articulate, heartfelt conversation. You, my friend, are without excuse. You are without excuse to be able to engage people in a reasonable, friendly manner. And if you can't, and if you're too afraid to broach certain subjects, then at the very least, meet them on very basic human levels. How are you doing today? People walk by you, hey, how's it going? I mean, you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed at what that does to the human psyche to jar people out of this place of being afraid of everything and everyone. One person, one smile, one gesture, one door hold, one coffee purchased in the front of the line, one gentle gesture at a time will help bring the barometer of the country down toward one another in the meantime. So I just wanted to come on and leave you with that. For some reason, I've had mad technical difficulty just getting my MP3s to load up on my regular podcast cycle. I do apologize. I'm working on all of that. That's why I'm on with you today, separate of any kind of uh, video cast that I'm doing, which I am doing more of these days. Please sign up for my YouTube channel at Monica Matthews. Um, But I am still here, and I'm working hard for you guys. I'm also asking that if you are interested in contributing to my efforts out here. I am in the immediate stages of fundraising. Um, Yes, we are calling upon big donors, but I also want this to be your voice, your tour, because you are why I'm out here. So if it's dollars, $10, $20, $20,000, $200,000, $2,000,000, I'm an LLC. Um, I am, well, we'd have to discuss this if it's $2 million, but... (laughs) Uh, but I am taking your contributions. I'm receiving your contributions and they will be put to great use and your voice will be heard and you will get to see the fruit of your treasure and your investment. And I trust that it will be multiplied, multiplied and magnified by God himself, who is the author of Liberty for all of us as Americans, for all mankind across the globe. There's only one author of liberty. It was never man. It was only God. On that note, I think I'm going to leave you. Bid you adieu. Wish you a happy evening. 
And just know that I'm very grateful for you. Love hearing from you at MonicaMatthews.com. You can follow me on iTunes, Stitcher, all over the place. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Monica Matthews. Twitter, you can find me there, pooting around throughout the day, dropping bombs and all that good stuff. Encouraging. Depends on my mood. Monica on your talk, Telegram as well. Hey, be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And if you're an American, act like one. Thank you.